Welcome, everybody, to episode 368 of the RV Podcast. Does RV stand for ruined vacation? And where is all of the RV innovation these days? We'll talk about that with our special guest, Matt, from Matt's RV Reviews, coming up on the podcast. Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hello, my dear. Hello, my Michael. And this is episode 368. 368. Of the Unbelievable, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, we just uh, returned from a uh, Awesome meetup on the Mississippi River with all of our special uh, YouTube members and Facebook supporters. We were down uh, right across from the city of Natchez, Mississippi. I mean, the Mississippi was right in front of where we were all camped, had an awesome time and uh, just uh, delighted. Uh, it was great. And already people are saying, when are you guys going to do the next meetup? And um, well, we we know when we're doing our next one, don't we? <laughs> we were doing our next one in January. And uh, our people in Mississippi, most of them were not very interested in uh, what we're doing <laughs> no. in January. No, we had this time when we were all together. And I said, do you all want to go to our next meetup? And every hand went up. And I said, okay, it's January 7th through the 9th, and they're all writing that down. And it's at Taquamanon Falls State Park. And a lot of them were, okay. And that's in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. And they all went, no, thank you. January, Michigan, snow. Um, I think a few of them are going to go. We've already got about a dozen or so of our regulars. We do this every year. It's one of our favorite campouts. It's done a little bit different than most of them. You make your own reservations uh, with the park, and uh, then we all kind of just informally plan out how we're going to do everything. So if you're interested in that, uh, it's January 7th through the 9th. Uh, yes, you can winter in the UP. If you got questions, there's lots of videos on rvlifestyle.com. We do reports and videos on every year when we go up there in the snow and have fun. We got some uh, fun uh, notes from uh, some of our uh, viewers and listeners. And here's one from Kathleen Bartell. She says, uh, hello, Mike and Jen. We love our e-bikes since we learned about them through you guys. We have put over 2,000 miles in the last two years on the beautiful Florida bike trails. Our constant companions love it too, our adventure-loving chihuahuas. <laughs> and she sent us a pic of Sophie in her special canine basket that comes with the safety harness and a doggy raincoat. And of course, no trip is complete without some cool eyewear to protect those beautiful brown eyes. She truly does Happy trails. <laughs> We're watching and listening. Kathy and Steve Bartel from Tampa, Florida. Thank you guys for sending us that picture. Those of you who want to see it, we'll have links to it in uh, uh, the show notes, rvlifestyle.com. And then also uh, those of you who watch the video version of the podcast, will put uh, that picture up as well. And you know that we do a video version of the podcast. Uh, we're also on all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, this is a great time to ask you to please subscribe, if you will 
will to the RV podcast, whether it's on Apple uh, podcast or Google uh, podcast, Andrew, uh, Android podcast, Stitcher, whatever you're on, uh, please subscribe. And of course, if you're part of our YouTube crowd, we invite you to subscribe to our YouTube videos as well. And you have one too. I do. This is from Beth and Terry Gillis. Mike and Jen, love your podcasts, videos, YouTubes, etc., etc. An RV tip to share. If ever you are lost while hiking, get stranded with a broken RV, trailer, travel, dinghy, etc., and you notice your phone is either low on battery power or has no cell signal, do this. Change the voice uh, mail on your phone to a message that gives your approximate location, the time, the date, your situation, lost, out of fuel, broken down, injured, etc. The best part of this is that even if your cell phone dies or stops working, voicemail still works. So anyone calling your phone looking for you will hear the message and know where to find you or where to send help. Once rescued, don't forget to change the uh, voicemail uh, back again. Something simple we'd never heard before. Hope no one ever needs this tip, but thinks about it if they do need help. That is a marvelous tip. That really is a good I idea. I never think of that. But no. This is great. I never would have thought Thank of that either. Thank you for sharing such such a great tip. We, we use an app called uh, 360 Life, and uh, that way it shows our thing. In fact, we were using it the other day, and our daughter uh, called you up and said, you're speeding. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, maybe it's a little too intrusive, yeah. but that's a great idea before you go on a hike. So uh, we appreciate that. Thank you, um, Beth and Terry, for, for sending that. That was really good. Uh, the other thing that we, we got another message, and I, I hesitate to read it, but I'm going to. Um, it, it's if the truth, the truth can hurt. <laughs> so let me read this, and it's uh, from David uh, Menifee, and he says, uh, uh, "Mike and Jen, I love the RV lifestyle, and I read every issue of your newsletter. I went to an RV show in Dallas, Texas, where the crowd turnout was huge, but four out of every five people were also physically huge." grotesquely obese. I never saw so many 400-pound people in one place in my life. These people waddled like penguins. <laughs> These people waddled like penguins when they walked, and they could barely even get in through the door of most of the RVs on display. Uh, I asked one girl attending a booth with one manufacturer about this, and she said the crowd had been like that throughout the RV show. Please do a story about obesity in the ranks of our beers, why this epidemic is so widespread, no pun intended, and what should be done about it. Uh, what's wrong with this lifestyle that contributes to such a health and fitness disaster as we saw? I suspect it's maybe old age laziness, maybe a lack of commitment to physical fitness for decades the lack of easy access to fitness gyms while on the road, a lifetime of poor eating habits exasperated by the difficulty of finding and cooking food on the road, and the hazards of eating at too many restaurants where the plates are piled so high with enough food to feed a family of four, and yet individuals eat the whole thing. Add to that that normal personal gluttony and the high sugar content of packaged foods, and there you have the the fools, the tools of a plague that seem to terribly affect nearly everybody that owns an RV. Well, 
uh, David, I'm no one to talk. I struggle with this myself. And I read your note um, because I think you're onto something. I mean, all of us, especially me, uh, can. I, that's why I didn't make Jen read it. I, I read it and I'm squirming a little bit. But yeah, I mean, it's not just RVs. It's every part of our society. We are a nation of obesity. We were talking the other day about looking at old movies from the 50s, even the 60s. And everyone was thin. They didn't have all the processed food, the fast food, the junk food. Uh, they didn't gorge themselves on potato chips. I remember you went to Poland once and you were talking to somebody and they couldn't believe that potatoes would ever be bad for you because you were I talked talking about, about potato chips. Yeah, well, I don't eat potato chips. They're bad for my, my weight. Okay, potatoes, bad? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because their food hadn't well, that was ruined. That was way years, back years and years in the ago. 80s. And, you know, it was during the, the time that the Soviets were still controlling Poland. So they didn't have a lot they of didn't food. Have now it's, they probably no. have fat people in Poland now, too. <laughs> yeah. you know? But um, this convenience food, and it's so true. The least favorite thing about RVing for me personally is not being, a, not being lazy. You can cook your own food, but once you use up what you've brought in your freezer, trying to find what I can find so easily at home to cook, but that that sin of needing fast food. We did that on this last trip. Yeah. We uh, did some fast food. I had brought some food, and there were a couple complications why we couldn't eat it. But I think most people, if you, if they had a picture of themselves, if they looked at a picture and saw what they looked like, they would go, whoa. I think somehow when you look in the mirror, you don't see all those pounds. I think people just really aren't aware of what's happening. And something that I suggest is that you never buy the next size up. <laughs> when the clothes get too tight, you That's can't me. eat. It's not comfortable. Don't get the next size up. So anyway, David, uh, we we talked about it, and we have done stories. There's a couple of stories on the blog, uh, rvlifestyle.com, that I've written about sitting disease because we RVers, uh, we drive, we sit a lot, and how unhealthy that is. So uh, there, we have addressed that issue, and uh, join me, all of you, uh, in, in I'm trying to work on. It's a constant battle for me, not so much for you. You've lost a thousand pounds. Yes, gained it all back. Well, not quite. Every time I start, I start a little less than I am. So anyway, enough of that. But we did talk about clothes. How do you like our, our new, for those of you watching on the video version, our new uh, line of merch. This is uh, our new logo that we'll be soon unveiling with our new website. Uh, your adventure awaits. And you've got our spiffy little RV lifestyle mm -hmm. thing. These are both hoodies now that it's cold weather. You get to put your hoods up and keep keep cold. Chill. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we, we have this too. Look at this. This is really cool. This is a little oh, warm weather beanie. Can you see that? Isn't that sharp? Isn't that I'm nice? Wear that at the dog park. So it's Christmas time. You can see all that on our merch page. And uh, just go to rvlifestyle.com. You'll see a place where it says shop. Uh, or we'll put a, a link in the in the show notes for all of this. Uh, the campgrounds this month, they are filled. We tried to get a reservation coming back from our Mississippi meetup. How many places do we try? Uh, I tried five different places one day trying to find an opening. But I knew on Friday and Saturday it was 
not going to be promising. Yep. So it's uh, it, October has become one of the busiest, if not the busiest overall month, even rivaling July uh, in the RV industry. So campgrounds were, were, were just jammed up. People want that last little adventure. The kids are in school and they take off for the weekend. And then, of course, there's a lot of celebrating Halloween yep. in the campgrounds. We have had a lot of response to this week's video that we released Saturday when we went back to Tennessee and revisited the place we talked about in May that was uh, on Kentucky Lake or the Tennessee River. And uh, it's, Tennessee River is called Kentucky Lake down there. It's so big. And they were buying their own RV uh, spots, big lots, huge lots, three, four times the size you'd get in a campground. So we went back and visited that, met with some people. But while we were there, we toured a new development uh, called the Landings at um, Buffalo River. And we were very impressed with what we saw. We could see ourselves maybe getting some of that land. They sell, these are big parcels. They start, I think the smallest they sell is five acres and it goes up to well over a hundred acres. Um, and the reason I bring this up now, because they're going to run a commercial in just a second here, but um, Saturday, October 30th, 2021 is an open house at that uh, place. And if you uh, click the link that you'll see in the uh, in the show notes or on the video, myrvland.com. Uh, you can get an appointment and go down and look at that yourself. But it's a pretty cool development. Yeah, I I thought it was very interesting, and because we have a our son and his family in Nashville, it was particularly interesting. They call it Nashville's big backyard. It's only about ninety minutes from Nashville, but gorgeous. Anyway, you can take a look at it in the commercial coming up, and we'll be right back with our interview of the week after this. There is a big event coming up just west of Nashville, Tennessee for RVers on October 30th. Tennessee Land and Lakes is selling off a 1,500-acre estate known as the Woodlands at Buffalo River in large acreage properties from 5 to 126-acre parcels. Unlike most properties, these are virtually unrestricted, allowing year-round RV living in an incredibly natural setting. It's like owning your own state park, your property, your way. There's high-speed fiber optic internet available, wooded trails and big views surrounded by the most popular destination spots in Tennessee, like Nashville, Kentucky Lake, and the Buffalo River. The pricing is phenomenal for this area. Six acres, only $69,900. 20 acres, $89,900. 35 acres, only $149,900. There's even great financing. Take a video tour, get the details on the website myrvland.com. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just on a shop. In fact, uh, we have so much fun with uh, Camping World, and as we talk about it as one of our sponsors, they have agreed to offer a 10% discount if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10. When you buy $99 or more in merchandise, you'll find everything you want from outdoor furniture and appliances, the ones you see us use in our videos and that we talk about here in the podcast. RV extras that include everything from camping chairs to fire pits, electrical accessories, must-have gadgets. Check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Welcome back to the interview of the week. 
This week, we talked to Matt Foxcroft, and Matt is uh, is a very special person out there in the RV community because on his YouTube channel, two channels actually, Matt set out the lofty goal of uh, reviewing every single RV, both motorhome and towable, be it a fifth wheel or a travel trailer or a bunkhouse, uh, a toy hauler, whatever it is. And uh, his Matt's RV reviews have become extremely popular. They're, they're a lot of fun. He has job security. There are a lot of vehicles out yeah. there. Yeah. Matt is extremely passionate about what he does and uh, very enthusiastic if you've ever watched his videos. And as, as we had this conversation, we talked about what we're seeing in the RV industry and kind of a lack of innovation, probably caused by COVID and the parts shortage. And uh, Matt makes a great joke because uh, there's others who've been complaining sometimes of quality issues. And he, he came up with the slogan. He says, does RV stand for ruined vacation? <laughs> well, it doesn't. Uh, but Matt's a fun guy to talk to. And we think you're going to enjoy this interview with uh, Matt Foxcroft of Matt's RV Reviews. Well, joining us right now, before he hits the road, uh, and before we hit the road, is Matt himself. Hey, Matt, it is good to get you on the podcast. I've been thinking Thank about you. this for a long time, and I'm thrilled to get it. Thank Nobody so has much. the has the enthusiasm and the uh, just the general excitement about. Uh, what these new RVs have, why they're usable than you and uh, your channels. I think you do do a great job. Thanks. So I want to jump right in. And we all just got back from Hershey and it was kind of a weird show because a lot of the manufacturers weren't there. Some of the right. dealers weren't there. Um, and we saw some new stuff, but you are, your goal is to get them all. Yeah. So, Tell us what's exciting to you, what you're seeing innovation-wise now that we got to look forward to in 2022. Great. Thank you so much. So, yeah, um, one, it's kind of funny that we didn't run into each other at Hershey. Uh, I ran into, like, everybody else, so sorry. Well, you were there for Industry Day, right? I was there every day, yeah. We, oh, we were too, but, but yeah, I, we couldn't we, walk 15 feet without seeing somebody that you ended up right, talking to. Right, it, right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't. Yeah. So, so uh, we 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 did a video series called "What's New for 2022." So that was our game plan going in, and our our game plan going in was to just go to each manufacturer, Forest River, Integra, Thor, and just talk about what's new for 22. Well, we had to kind of change directions from that. Uh, because a lot of manufacturers aren't doing new stuff. So we had to change it to what's new and exciting for 2022. Um, and, you know, believe it or not, in the Class A gas market and the travel trailer market, there really wasn't too much that was new or exciting. Um, the diesel pushers, th there was a few. <coughs> Excuse me, but I think the biggest winners were the toy haulers and the uh, Class B vans. There was a lot of new B vans this year, uh, which is really, really good. And I know you guys have a Class B, B+, Class C, whatever you want to call it. But um, especially, you know, what, what's really exciting is uh, Tiffin just came out with their new Class B, the Cahaba. Um, and then not released at Hershey, 
which I just saw a memo about just the other day. Jayco and Integra are also coming out with their new Class Bs um, on the Mercedes. That's competition to the Winnebago Revel uh, and the Thor Sanctuary, which it's it's really good because part of the reason I'm not a huge fan of Class Bs, and part of the reasons because they're so expensive. So the reason why I like that there's more of them coming out there. More competition is going to help drive the price down for the consumer. Well, you know, uh, I mean, we saw one of them from uh, Pleasure Way, $175,000, and it has no air conditioning. Yeah, crazy. Now, hello, what's up with that? Right. And, and we also noticed a big trend. Everybody seems to be jumping on this new 100, it's not so new anymore, but the 144-inch short sprinter. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what everybody's life. doing. Yep. But, uh, I, you know, we we did not, uh, purposely didn't try and see as many as we normally do because there were a lot of people who felt that they, uh, manufacturers who felt that they shouldn't be showing new things when they're not able to meet the orders that they already have, and so they didn't come. But uh, where do you see this all headed right now? I mean, uh, the trend with, you know, everybody's got solar now, everybody's got a lithium option yeah, uh, everybody's got a pop top on the small ones. The yeah. B's all have slides now, and or the C's and the and the A's all have slides on both sides. Everybody's kind of working that. Where do you see things going that excites you as you do your reviews? Um, you know, I I, I don't know. I I know the lithium game is starting to become real. So I've been in the RV industry for six, going on seven years now. And even since from the first day I was in the RV industry, everybody's talking about solar, solar, solar. And it's just like solar wasn't real. I mean, and I know I might sound like a little ignorant when I say that, but six years ago, five years ago, four years ago, solar wasn't real. It, it, it would only trickle charge your batteries. Where now they've made so much technology uh, advances that you know there's travel trailers that are 100% sufficient off of solar and the class b vans that are completely running off these lithium ion batteries you know and we're not just talking about the lights we're talking about the TVs the microwaves the air conditioning units so solar is making big improvements and i i see that being the most exciting thing you know um i i did a review on a unit called the um by venture rv it was called the sonic x and the whole thing was just running off batteries it amazed me i just couldn't believe it yeah, the batteries it says it's been around, but you know, solar too um, has been so oversold. Uh, yeah, because because really, you're better off with with some extra lithium batteries and and your alternator, right? <laughs> and you right. can charge these things up rather than what solar in the northern climates can do. But I think people are getting aware of that now, and they they they're familiar with it, and it isn't this great exotic thing but it's a handy thing to have if you if you have enough batteries and a big enough inverter so the other thing i wanted to talk to you about is something that we are hearing a lot about uh, okay. mostly anecdotal but from consumers who are very frustrated by what they were perceiving as a uh, as a drop in quality post covid and 
I'm wondering if you are hearing those things, if you are seeing those things, and uh, also, um, you know, the whole problem of not enough help and the supply chain seems to give credence to some of this stuff. Well, thank you so much, Mike. And let me tell you, um, I told you off camera, but I didn't dive too much into detail. I'm probably the worst person to uh, try to explain this because I've seen the articles and I've seen the other YouTube videos and... And here's my opinion, right? And this is just me talking. Um, I feel like the quality hasn't gone down. I feel like it's the RV industry and the quality has never been there in the first place, in my opinion. Um, (laughs) You know, it's it's a house on wheels. And here's what I think the bigger problem is. Um, I think the bigger problem is people like me people who are salespeople, people who are influencers, right? Not setting the right expectations for these new buyers, for the next generation, the current generation of people who are starting to RV now. There is so many new buyers. Um, I don't work for a dealership anymore, but when I worked at a dealership, uh 50% of people used to trade in their RVs and 50% new buyers. Over the last year, it's been 95% of people had no trade-ins. And it just goes to show you how many new buyers. And the the buyers, they they enter this world and they're spending a lot of money. dollars $50,000, $100,000, $200,000. And the problem is, again, either the salesperson or their next door neighbor, or whoever's trying to get them in the world of RVing isn't explaining to them the right way that an RV stands for a ruined vacation. But I say that in a positive (laughs) way. Again, with, with every RV, it's not if something goes wrong, it's when something goes wrong. And it's always been that way. Um, even when, you know, I interview Featherlight or Prevost or Newell's, they always talk about their service departments um, because an RV, when you hit a speed bump or you hit a pothole, that's your whole house going through an earthquake during a hurricane. Yeah, it, we've often said it. It's a it's a constant 4.9 earthquake as you drive down the road. And if you yeah. get on a rough road, it's suddenly a 6.0 earthquake. Yep. Uh, yep. I think that's a very interesting point is that so many people have bought into us talking about how fun the RV lifestyle it is. But we haven't been as honest as perhaps we should, or as I think that's probably a bad word, not necessarily honest, but as forthcoming about the challenges that everyday life in an RV poses. Right. And, and you might have, you might be onto something there. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not saying my answer is the right answer. If anything, my answer is probably more of the wrong answer, but again, it's just another person's opinion and you know this and, and, and with the article, I don't even know who wrote it, but here's what I do know. Um, And you know this from being in the media business, chaos sells, drama sells. And so that one article has gotten somebody a lot of views and a lot of hits and a lot of people chatting. Um, And, you know, it's just one of those things in the world where, you know, if if I could ever make a video that had drama, I know that video is going to perform very well. Yeah, there there are some real problems though with the industry. I, and oh yeah, I, no, I'm, for sure. I don't, no, I don't, I don't ever want to. Yeah, I mean, is. it's 
There's not enough help. There's not enough service tax. There's right. There's uh, there's certainly right now not enough parts, and the dealers and the manufacturers are all really scrambling. I mean, this is this is their income. They want to sell more. Yeah, but, and, but and that's a great point. Um, not to interrupt you, but um, I'm really good friends with the Bradys who own Alliance RV, and they um they they put out a, a pretty crappy unit uh to somebody that we know outside of the RV world. And they actually bought a Valor and the Brady's took it back and exchanged it for the guy. Um, and they lost a lot of money on the deal, but they did it because it was the right thing to do. The difference of being a good manufacturer and a bad manufacturer. But, you know, I hate giving the manufacturers the benefit of the doubts, but you know, when they put out a bad product, it, it ends up costing them. They might've put it out to mark their number, but they also have to warranty that product, which ends up costing them money, you know, and, and I have to say, I, I got to genuinely believe, you know, it doesn't matter who the manufacturer is. Nobody's going out there trying to make a bad product. Everybody's trying their best. But again, there is definitely two sides to every coin. Yeah. And, and they, they are expensive. I mean, it's yeah. the most expensive uh, purchase someone will make next to their home in many cases. Right. Uh, so 2022 is coming and, you know, we're told that this chip shortage in the supply chain is going to continue for some time. Uh, with that, uh, now you review all of the new RVs, yes. but there's also a lot of talk about um, people holding on to their RVs longer and then, realizing that they can maybe make some more money on these things by selling them now. Uh, what, are, what are you hearing as you talk to different dealers and manufacturers about this uh, alleged glut of used RVs that may or may not be on the market soon? Right. So we've been waiting for that for the last year, year and a half. You know, everybody said that, you know, the, the wave of buyers, you know, it's, it's, you know, everybody who's buying an RV from COVID is going to get rid of there soon, but nobody knows. Nobody knows when we thought this would all happen last year. We didn't think it, it would, you know, stretch out for as long as it has. And it's one of those things, all the manufacturers, you know, things aren't slowing down anytime soon. You know, Airstream and Leisure wasn't at the show because they're sold out for the next year or two. Um, and so I have a lot of customers who bought, who are selling their RVs right now, who are making profit on it. I have one customer who bought, who has a, um, uh, a 2020 Integra emblem. I believe he bought it from me for 119 or for 124, maybe 129. I don't remember, but he just sold it for $150,000. So, yeah. you know used and he's used it for the past year and a half it's crazy yeah, he's, but he's going to have problems getting a new one <laughs> because yep, yep. It's, uh, yeah uh so you are starting to see that then that some of them are starting to sell these uh these oh yeah no now's the that, time that, to that, sell yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah because um you know the the used market's hot yeah so matt what's uh what's your andrea. favorite part about oh there's andrea this is <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, uh, it, it's is she going with you to the uh, the balloon festival? No, she has to stay here and watch the dog and the kids. Ah, so. uh, that's yeah. We know that watching the dog thing. That's our yeah. problem. That goes in. Well, uh, what's the f most fun part about your job these days? There's the dog. Hey, pup. Yep. 
Mine's in the other room, actually. So, so the best part is that we're able to review every RV out there now, um, which is really, really exciting because uh, there's so many great RVs out there. And the dealership that I was working with, they just sold a fraction of them. And so now we, we go out and, and we re- reviewed a, uh, a leisure travel van maybe a month ago. And we get to see the Airstreams now and the Redwoods and just all these different brands of RVs that we weren't able to see in the past. We're able to actually review them all. And so it's really, really exciting. Yep. Well, we will send everybody to your uh, your links and all that stuff. And I'm I'm glad to get you on the uh, on the thing. I I think uh, it's going to be a very interesting year, 2022, because nobody knows what's around the corner except that uh, the backlogs are going to get aren't going to go away. The part shortage isn't going to cure as fast as everybody hoped, and getting a new RV is going to take a lot more scrambling and patience than ever before. So. Yeah. Uh, so, so you want, you got time to make the right choice. Everybody said, so watch Matt. He'll tell you which RVs, what to look for. And, yeah. And uh, can I, can I add one more thing? Yeah. So, um, you can add two if you want. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. So the one thing that I do want to say, because there's going to be a lot of people watching this saying, well, Hey, I, I'm going, I don't want to get ripped off buying a new RV or even a used RV. I'm going to wait till the market cools down. I'm going to wait till this. I'm going to wait till that. Uh, the one thing that I, I like to tell everybody, uh, and it's one of my most popular videos is that tomorrow's never promised. And, uh, don't, don't live today worrying about tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And just tomorrow's never promised. So instead of, I've seen it too many times now that people just wait and wait and wait and they'll make an excuse like, oh, we're going to wait six months for the market to cool down or this or that. And next thing you know, a situation happens where they're unable to retire or they're unable to go out on vacations. All the time. It Uh, happens all the time. I saw a sign outside of a dealership down in Florida that has stuck with me and it's absolutely right. It says today is absolutely the best day in history to buy an RV. And you know, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's a, right. Matt, I mean, Matt Foxcroft, you know. Matt's yep. RV reviews. Say hi to Andrea for us. Have fun yep. out there and we'll see you uh, maybe in Tampa, huh? Oh, 100% be at Tampa. I'll see you then. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being on the program and uh, have a great day. Thank you. What I appreciate about Matt is he gives three things that he likes about the RV and then three things that he thinks could be better. Could be better. Yep. Uh, We'll put a link to Matt's. If you don't know who he is, we'll put a link to his uh, two channels in the show notes for this episode at RVLifestyle.com. And if you have somebody you think that we should interview uh, for our uh, podcast, be sure and send us a note. Uh, We're Mike and Jen at rvlifestyle.com and uh, we love talking to other RVers and other influencers and other folks who can help us understand the RV lifestyle a little bit better. So when we come back, we got lots of RV news for you for this week. Fall is just around the corner, so it's time to start thinking about prepping for the off-season. And whether you own an RV, a travel trailer, or a camper, empirecovers.com is here to help you protect all your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high-quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. 
Every cover comes with a free multi-year warranty to guarantee that it remains durable over time. If you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean and protected from UV rays. Listeners can receive free shipping and 60% off the original price of their cover order. Visit empirecovers.com slash RV lifestyle or use the promo code RV60 at checkout. Empirecovers.com. Protect what you love. When we're asked what's the most important modification we made to our RV, it's an easy answer. Battleborn batteries. Battleborn batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster, they charge fuller, they're longer lasting, they're maintenance free. And battleborn batteries are protected by a 10 year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have. And they'll probably be the same on your rig, too. Battleborn battery experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborn batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Welcome back. It's time now for the RV news of the week. And we want to start off uh, with an update to a story that we reported last week. Yeah, I think you'll find this interesting. Uh, this story last week that we told you about this woman who was severely burned earlier this month at Yellowstone National Park. She's beginning to be awakened from a medically induced coma. And her family announced that this week. They put a couple, even a picture of her up to, uh, in the hospital, which was so uh wow you really saw how severely burned she was Lia Stan- Slayton is her name and Lia she's Slayton. 20 years old she was burned when she jumped into a hot spring to rescue her dog who had jumped out of the family vehicle and into the hot spring her uh, father pulled her out of the spring and the dog ultimately died from its injuries and Leia's uh, sister, Camilla Slayton, she gave a brief update on Tuesday, noting that her sister's doctors are slowly awaking her from the coma. However, she was not fully awake at the time of uh, this posting. The family has set up a GoFundMe campaign for her, which has raised almost $70,000 as of Friday to cover her medical bills and recovery. This poor woman was scalding over the water with like 190 degrees, and she was only in it for about eight seconds before her dad pulled her out, and 91% of her body was burned, Mm -hmm. second and third degree burns. Well, prayers and thoughts for Leah and her family, and uh, it's again, as we said last week, uh, what happens, the dog just, they opened the door and the dog bolted out. They they would have leashed it, they said, but the bolt, it just got out, you know, and that's happened to a lot of us when we have dogs and they get tired of being in the car they want out they They don't know so sad story but uh um, a a reminder hey uh, we've been talking again about how tight it is to get a spot at a campground and uh, finding a reservable campsite 
simply has not been easy since uh, COVID. The Western states is where uh, large amounts of public land saw this dramatic rise in campground use this past year with some national campgrounds, uh, national park campgrounds, literally ran 100% occupancy the whole season. Uh, uh, there's a sur- story out, a survey out called Camping Crunch, which analyzed data from 2014 to this past year, last year, 2020. Uh, they did that. It was in of all 48 continental states. And obviously they found something that we all know. It's getting harder to find it. Um, 100% occupancy this year. But in 2020, Montana had 76% of all of its reservable campsites reserved. In Colorado last year, 2020, it was 71%. uh, But national campgrounds, especially in places like Utah, um, reservations close to 100%. So this has been going, uh, getting tighter and tighter. That's one of the reasons so many people are looking at actually like buying their own RV land so they are sure to have a place to go. Um, But lots of new RVers and uh, while campgrounds are being built, they're just not being built fast enough. And we're all going to have to learn like like we should have learned this week when we tried to get into five campgrounds and couldn't. You got to get reserved uh, uh, spots in advance. Wish we had. Yeah, you've got to get organized. You can't uh, get a last-minute spot. It's not no. so easy, particularly on the weekend. So this is a peculiar story. A man was hitting a baseball over the south rim of Grand Canyon. Well, he was identified after uh, the park issued an appeal for help. You, you just can't do that, folks. You can't get out there and decide to hit golf balls. Just or base, not a this is a baseball. Golf mm. balls, baseballs, you're not going to do anything. Rangers at Grand Canyon National Park thanked the public last week for helping them identify and find a man photographed hitting a baseball into the canyon. And uh, I guess, uh, a lot, you know, there's always there's always people taking pictures, and somebody got pictures of them. This was on the south rim of the park near Yavapai Geology Museum, really popular area. So the park issued this public appeal to help find this guy, and it worked uh, crazy. Now, we all know when we go to these parks, we're urged not to leave a trace that we are there. I mean, think of it. I mean, it, you know how cluttered it would be if everybody started with well, it could hurt whatever. People, and you can hurt people wildlife. and animals. And yeah. It's just not a good idea. So so on a related subject, uh, at one of our the brand new uh, River Gorge National Park and Reserve in West Virginia, park officials there say the problem is visitors who look at this deep deep gorge and so they grab rocks and they start throwing rocks over the cliffs maybe they want to hear how long it takes before they hit bottom i don't know um it's a place called the diamond point overlook at river gorge and, and meanwhile uh, it's crazy. you've got people rock climbing yeah and that could really be dangerous you could really hurt somebody with that a rock over that's just what happened a climber was narrowly missed by one of these rocks and i mean you can imagine what would have happened that could have hit him he could have fallen um being struck by a rock while climbing could easily be fatal. And uh, uh, plus, park officials say if you're removing rocks and tossing them over the side, you're damaging the park's natural resources. But Well, if everybody threw a rock... <laughs> it wouldn't be any more rocks. <laughs> but, level it out. <laughs> yeah, but, but crazy. You have an update on a really uh, uh, important story out there. 
Yeah, this is about tires. I think everybody is concerned about tires. The Goodyear G159 uh, that was used in motorhomes and blamed for many accidents in past years. The tire was never built for highway speeds. And at high speeds, the the rubber heats up and causing tread separation. I can't say the word. Yeah. Separation. Uh, leaning to blowouts. And it's not fun to have a blowout. Now, Goodyear has taken a lot of heat on this. And so they denied it. They say their tires are not to blame for several accidents, including one that was in the news last week. It says the problem is with user error, you know, and and whatever that is. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of legal liability, so they've got to be careful what they say and uh, what they admit to. uh, The tires have not been built since 2003. But here's the thing. Many of them are still on the road. And uh, so it's a very complicated issue. And we will post a link in the show notes for this episode at rvlifestyle.com. So just go to the show notes and and you'll see the episode 368 and uh, there'll be a link there and you can learn uh, more about that and find out if you have those tires on, on your car as well, on your RV. Okay. We got another story about another cool RV, this one in Europe. Yeah, this is just too cool. Uh, We've got a special uh, electric European camper van, drove more than 1,200 miles, recharging only with solar power. Is that awesome or what? That's where it's going, you know? Yeah, so this is one of the more unusual stories of the week. A group of European university students recently drove an RV from the Netherlands to Spain, <laughs> relying completely on solar power. The space age, I would like to get a picture. Look yeah, at that. we'll put it in the, yeah. in the show notes. The space age looking camper van drove 1,242 miles without stopping for fuel or to plug in and charge. So this is just too cool. The electric solar-powered camper van drove the equivalent of roughly New York City to Miami and made headlines in doing so. And and the vehicle is pretty cool looking. Those of you who watch this on YouTube will see it and the rest you can follow the link we'll put on. It has a, it's a a real RV. It has a A bathroom. bathroom, Shower, uh, kitchen. Yeah, bed, uh, sofa. bed, sofa, and the roof is covered, covered in solar panels. Yeah, you would expect that. So, you know, just as you're seeing more EVs in cars, you're certainly seeing the RV industry uh, trying different experiments. Last week, we talked about that new uh, tiny little trailer that uh, Winnebago, this little teardrop that has an EV charging station in it, so you can pull it with an electronically uh, electronic vehicle. So you can see much more of this as it comes out. All right, lots of news. When we come back, we've got the RV. The questions of the week. Stay with us. Have you had it with overbooked, overcrowded campgrounds? Then check out Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at more than 2,400 wineries, farms, microbreweries, golf courses, and attractions. Harvest Host is a membership service for those with self-contained RVs looking for unique, beautiful, and peaceful overnight camping experiences across North America. When you become a member of Harvest Host, you can camp for free at all these places. Jennifer and I are Harvest Host members, and we've made so many great memories at Harvest Host locations. There's no charge for camping, and your Harvest Host membership fee is easily made up with just a couple of stays. Plus, you have awesome places to stay. If you use our special affiliate link of rvlifestyle.com slash hh, you'll automatically get 15% off the cost of your membership. That's 15% off. 
but you must use the special link, rvlifestyle.com slash HH. All RVers need specialized emergency transportation coverage to cover air and ground ambulances, return to home services, and vehicle return. You only have a 68% chance that those services will be completely covered by your major medical. The sad reality is that a lot of people believe they have that coverage, but it turns out most carriers that claim to cover air ambulances only cover you for a hospital to hospital transfer and offer no coverage to get you to the initial hospital in the first place. The truth is 68% of air ambulances are hospital to hospital. Here's a map of all the places in the U.S that getting to the hospital in the golden hour is not possible without an air ambulance. And with an average cost of $52,481 for an air ambulance, why would you take the risk? Go to peaceofmindforrvs.com today and take a look at the true emergency transportation coverage they offer that covers it all. The coverage can save your life and your life savings. Check it out, peaceofmindforrvs.com. Jennifer and I are members, and we urge you to consider it too. Peace of mind for RVs.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the RV Questions of the Week. Well, we got two of them. I'll do one, then you do one. Okay. You first. Oh, me first. I get to go first. James LeBlanc. Hello. I'm looking for recommendations on a weather station for our trailer. I don't remember if you did a video on one or if I saw one in your videos. Any advice would be helpful. Thank you. Yeah, we have, uh, we've shown it many times. I, I mean, I can't count how many times we've shown those stations we have, but the good news is James LeBlanc that we use the same one in RV after RV, right? Yeah, that's very good news. It's uh, from Lacrosse and uh, we will put a link to it on our gear page and I'll try and put that one right up front. So when you get to the gear page, You'll see it. It's uh, it's not very expensive. I think it's under thirty bucks. And uh, the question then it always comes is how do you mount the outside sensor? And so, I went years ago to Home Depot or Lowe's or one of those big box uh, home improvement stores, and I bought a roll of industrial strength hook and uh, loop tape. And uh, the adhesive is very strong, on, and I just adhe- ad- have the have it adhes have it adhes <laughs> <laughs> have it stuck to the back of the RV, and it stays on there. It's really strong, and it, you know I can take it off and change the batteries, which I have to do now as winter's coming. And uh, we've been using that. It gives an inside and an outside. Gives you an idea of the weather time, all that stuff. And you can go look at it. And uh, um, it's from LaCrosse. I don't remember the model number, but just go to rvlifestyle.com slash gear, rvlifestyle.com slash gear. And here's a question. This is from Susan. And Susan says, because we run out of high-speed data so quickly on our Verizon MiFi, (laughs) <laughs> Tell me about it. We do. I would like to use the different RV park Wi-Fis to watch movies and so on. Question. Would using a WeBoost Drive X RV booster increase the various parks Wi-Fi signals for better streaming? Thanks for your time to answer. Well, let's answer that part first. No, the uh, DriveX uh, RV booster is to boost cell phone signals, not Wi-Fi. So it's not going to have any effect on getting a better signal in the park. But to your uh, question about using RV um, Wi-Fi, RV park Wi-Fi to stream movies, 
you're not allowed to do that in any of the parks I've ever been to. They strongly discourage that and they will often disconnect you from the service. Uh, nevertheless, so many people try it. That's why RV park Wi-Fi is essentially useless, at least if you're trying to work from the road because it's such a slow connection because everybody's sapping out that bandwidth trying to watch and stream movies from it. You're not supposed to do that. So your best bet, if that's what you want to do, is to get another service. It's going to cost you more money that will give you more bandwidth and allow you to have more data consumption than you can from your, your MiFi. I think the MiFi is... 15 gigs, isn't that something like that a month? Maybe maybe more, I don't know. I have two Verizon MiFi's. One of them taps out right away, the other one almost always after a couple of days. Uh, but the system I'm now using, I'm using a much more costly system. The router costs 825 bucks, yeah. It's mine, I own it, you can take it with you. And the plan I'm on is from a company called um, Internet To Go. Uh, and uh, it's a pretty good system. It, it has two SIM cards in it, so it's always scanning to see which one has the strongest signal, Verizon or, in my case, T-Mobile, and it will lock into the best signal. And I've got something like, uh, I think, uh, 90 gigs of memory, so I've not, I've not run out yet. We just finished a two-week trip and not a, didn't touch that at all. So, uh, But... Don't try using MiFi, uh, your MiFi to stream video. You'll really burn it. And don't use the park Wi-Fi because you degrade the service for everybody in the park. And uh, park owners just can't can't handle that much. Uh, the systems just can't handle the demands of streaming video. Do you have a question for us? We love getting questions. We sure do. And uh, just email us, right? Right. Email or uh, with your iPhone. Oh, yeah. Or your Android phone or your... Google phone, just do a selfie, hit record, and um, ask your question, make your comment, and then send it to us. Uh, you can also send email questions as well. Send them to us at Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. That's Mike and Jen at RVLifestyle.com. Well, you know what time it is now in the show? Is it time for Mark Kep? Mark Kep and Hidden campground gems and um this uh, week mark is going to take us to i think in the summertime probably the most popular state for uh camping and that is utah utah is such a beautiful place now i love this report from mark because this is the first of the hidden campground gems that we've been to uh it's in canyonland national park and in fact we have a picture of our rv driving to it uh and uh lo and behold that's the one mark profiles it's it's very hard to get a spot in utah to camp and this one is very remote you remember that, that oh, yeah. one yeah beautiful uh it's the needles outpost campground here's mark cap hey mark good to see you hello mike and jen and hello everybody in today's hidden campground gem of the week we're going to take you to the beautiful state of utah and we're actually going to take you to one of what has become one of the most popular locations to go rv camping in the entire world and it's the area around moab utah um, from spring through fall moab is just nuts in fact there the people that live in moab are complaining because there's so many people coming to moab well sorry it's an awesome spot we're coming there anyways anyways so you're probably saying, wait a second, Mark, it's a very popular spot. How can you find a hidden campground gem in, outside of Moab? And the answer is it's actually pretty easy. And there's a number of campgrounds around Moab. You've got arches and all those areas around there, right? It's just absolutely beautiful location. 
But most people will want to stay near Moab, and they won't go out a little distance away to some of the other locations. And specifically, the one I'm going to show you is a hidden gem campground located in a national park, and it's located in Canyonlands National Park. It's specifically out in the Needles area, which is south of Moab, um, right out here um, to the southwest of Moab. And it, it's a, a bit of a drive here probably about an hour from Moab if you wanted to be driving back and forth, which is cool because it means a lot of people don't go there. Um, this is the outpost area. It's a RV site. It's kind of off of the spur road, off of the main uh, scenic route. So the scenic route takes you out to an overlook where you park the car, get out, and look at all the, the beautiful rock formations. Well, this campground, the, um, the Needles District Campground, is located just off of a spur road. It's paved. There's um, little back-end parking pads. In fact, I'll scoot up here so we can take a look at what, what these sites look like. As you can see, there is a back-end parking pad. There's some a picnic table. There's a fire ring. Um, there's some pit toilets nearby back over here. Here's a restroom right over here also. And as you can see, it's set up in just this stunning landscape. This campground is not very busy and a lot less known because it's so far from Moab. Most people want to stay near Moab. So if you're looking for a hidden gem in a national park, here you go. The sites are reasonably spaced out, as you can see, good spacing between um, you and your neighbor. And it allows you, the camper, to be right in the heart of it. There's hiking trails that leave right from these campsites and head off into the desert. Be prepared. Know what you're doing. Don't just walk off in the desert alone. Um, as you can see, here's the restroom uh, facility. It's a pit toilet. Nothing fancy. But if you have an RV or if you're going to tent for one or two nights, it's not a bad place. The key thing about um, this campground, though, is it is in... The desert. I've mentioned that a few times. During the middle of the summer, this place, I would say, is off limits unless you've got a good generator and can run AC. It gets really hot out here in the middle of the summer, but in the spring and the fall, it's absolutely stunning. And you're right here on this paved road. If you're into cycling and you ride like a road bike, there's great paved roads here. You can go out and ride for miles and miles. Here's uh, hiking trails on the right. And as you can see, there's a uh, uh, parking area for hikers to head off into the trail. You can be camping right down the road and go out for some great hikes. Um, very, very scenic area, and it's absolutely a hidden gem because not everybody knows about this location. So this is Canyonlands National Park, Needles Outpost in uh, Canyonlands National Park, south of Moab, and that's our hidden gem campground of the week. I hope you're enjoying these. There will be a link in the description below that allow you to come over and, and check this place out and add it to your itinerary for next year. Go out and enjoy your travels. Thank you, Mike and Jen. Thanks, Mark. We've been to that site, and there really is so much to see and do there, and you're able to get in. Yeah, you're able to get in. Great hiking. Yes. Uh, if you want to see that, uh, Mark has a, a special link, and you can find it uh, looking in the show notes or the description below. And just click that. It'll take you to campgroundviews.com. That's the site uh, and the service that Mark uh, runs. And there's a special link there. Click that. It'll take you directly to it. and You can see the 360-degree video. Check out the site. Uh, and uh, you'll like it. But it's a, it's a really cool park. That one we have been to. Mark will be back with another hidden campground gem next week, as will we. New campground to, to report next week. Lots of news, a new interview next week, and much, much more. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And give us a review, will you, on your favorite platform. We love those five-star reviews. And uh, uh, we want to just thank you guys for watching this uh, week after week and sending us the notes and the encouragement. It's, uh, it's great. So we'll be back 
next week. Happy trails. 